And welcome once again to another episode of Stu Him Productions Presents. JM Solve the World. I am James. And I am Matt. And with us once again is our very special guest, Andrew. Hello. Tonight. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Just to get the crickets. It's so good to feel like home. You got to you got to give the people what they want. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, tonight's topic is a little something that uh, we know a little bit about. Inflation. Inflation. You mean like when you inflate your tire? No. No? Oh. No. Um, I, it's a bunch of bullshit is what it is. Yeah. Coming out of... Uh, now, granted, none of us have lived in a depression. Uh, what they officially called a depression, not the Great Depression of the 1930s. Correct. Correct. Right. Uh, but you know, coming out of a pandemic, everything was going the way it was, and then all of a sudden, everything just started skyrocketing. Um, part of the, part of that was supply and demand got all screwed up. <clears throat> yep. Um, because you know, I mean, gas got so cheap during the lockdown because. The, the demand was way low. Right. You know, and they had a huge supply. But then when things started opening, and we're not talking about Missouri. Right. We're talking about the entire world. National average. Was shut down. Yes. So no country was using as much, you know, Petrol. oil as, yeah. as they would normally use. Right. And so, you know, our fuel prices plummeted. You know, got down close to a buck there at one point. Yeah. But as things started opening back up. No, those were golden times, by the way, yeah. when, when yeah. your vehicle has a 36-gallon tank. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, but, you know, as things started opening back up, or, and the demand went back, and then the big war over in Ukraine started, and the sanctions, and, and that, you know. And then anytime somebody farts, Close to the Middle East, mm-hmm. oil prices go up, right? Because it's it's a publicly traded entity now, right? Well, and Russia was one of the uh, aside from the Middle East, mm-hmm. uh, because I mean, let, let's face it, Russia is the largest country in the world, right? Um, Physically. Exactly. Geographically, Geographically yeah. they are the biggest country in the world. Right. And they have, I mean, they're they're one of like the top five exporters of oil. Right. And, well, you know, I heard years ago, we were talking about all the oil from the Middle East. And actually, at that time, Russia and the United States were the number one oil producers, even over the Middle East. Right. But we were buying a lot of oil from the Middle East. Mm-hmm. But a lot of our oil was going to other countries. Right. Which made no sense to me. Exactly. But, you know. And, you know, and we have enough <clears throat> uh, oil to sustain our own country. And what I don't understand is, like, diesel fuel. Diesel fuel takes less to refine than gasoline, but diesel fuel is so much more expensive. 
and, and there's more. It runs the country. I could, you know, I your could, trucks, trains. Right. I can remember a day when diesel was about half the price of gasoline. Exactly. Which is what it should be. Yep. But you go back to the oil companies and, you know, they're like, okay, what do we sell more of? And you think we, sell, you, we buy a lot of gas. Mm-hmm. But you think about all the trains, the trucks, and everything that are transporting all of our goods and everything. L- most of that is diesel. Yep. And they're like going, we can make more money off that shit. Than right. Selling Joe Blow gasoline at the get and go. Well, or and, come and go, whatever the fuck um, you know, even though, like, military, even though um, all the trucks are quote unquote diesel, mm-hmm. they run off a of JP8. JPA was made specifically for the military because everything runs off of it. Helicopters, planes, trucks, you know, everything runs off of diesel. Right. Um, But, you know, and I was talking about this earlier today. We're in an inflation, you know, uh, supply and demand, yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. If you want people to spend more money, lower prices because I guarantee if gas was down around two bucks a gallon, more people be traveling, which means more people will be spending money. The airlines might lose out a little bit because there's people driving instead of flying, but yeah, but if they're, if their tickets were cheaper, because if they weren't paying as much, yeah, then, you know, that, that, that balance out. Right. But, I mean, you lower the price of gas, and a lot more people are going to be on the road. A lot more people are going to be stopping places and buying stuff. You know, if you're saving at the pump, and I'm, I'm not talking five cents a gallon. Right. I'm not talking ten cents a gallon. No, I'm talking you're saving a dollar per gallon. Mm-hmm. Like, <clears throat> Which I is- guarantee if I had my truck back when I first got out of the Marine Corps in 96, mm-hmm. And I was paying eighty nine cents a gallon, mm-hmm. thirty six bucks to fill my fucking truck up. Right. Oh hell! You bet your ass I'd be fucking driving everywhere. Right. Yep. And then I'd still bitch about it, but you know. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm gonna play the devil's advocate here because uh, Fourth of July weekend, uh, Memorial Day weekend, Labor Day weekend. Around here, it didn't look like nobody was not driving. Right. I mean. Frickin' roads were packed and shit. It's like, okay. You know, and Memorial Day weekend, gas was four-something a gallon. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're, what, 3.39 in Buffalo. I think it's 3.39, 3.36, yeah. something yeah, like that. Yeah, you guys, you guys are sitting at 3.39. Yeah, you're probably, what, 3.15 up there? Uh, I got gas yesterday morning at 3.06. Really? Yeah. But and if I had a flex fuel fucking vehicle... And I could use E85. I'd be paying less than uh, two bucks. Less than two bucks or less than three dollars? Less than two bucks. Really? Because the E87 up there at this Casey's was like two ninety nine, and then the E85, which well, is... Well, that's what I said, less than three, not less than two. The you E87, said- but the E85 mm-hmm. was, yeah, down around... Well, I mean, it was probably like two fifteen, Right. But still... Two dollars fifteen cents a gallon. Supposedly, the cars that, that use that can use those don't get as good a mileage on the E. 
right. 80s, whatever. Yeah, E85. Right. You, you know, let's say you're getting 30 on regular gas. Yeah. They're getting 25, 27, right. something like that. So there's kind of a trade-off. Yeah, there is. But it don't, it, don't, it don't hurt your ass as much when you fill it up. You just got to fill it more often. Right. And, and like, I, I've got the heavy haul package in my truck. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I have the 36-gallon tank. Right. 36-gallon tank of E85, if it was flex fuel. Mm-hmm. I suppose. Okay. Well, sure. probably because you got the, the EcoBoost turbo mm-hmm. that it's not flex. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. But it's weird because my VIN, if... I run it through one of those VIN, you know, it's like, oh, well, according to your VIN, this is your vehicle, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. The VIN says my truck's supposed to be an FX4 flex fuel, yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But then I go to Ford and I'm like, hey, you know, my VIN says this here, but what is my VIN actually saying? And they're like, okay, type, type, type. Nope. Uh, you got the heavy haul. You got an EcoBoost. Uh do not use flex fuel in it. Right. And it's like, uh, okay. Lisa didn't say you need to use premium fuel in it. <laughs> well, that's what mine said, says to use is that. The premium? Yeah, that. 91, 93. 91, yeah. The really? non-ethanol. Mm. They say we prefer that you use that. Mm. But they ain't filling it up. I am. So I'm yeah. using 87 until gas prices come down. <laughs> well, if you were, you know, if you if were, that happens. if you were hauling a heavy load all the time, I would say, yeah, yeah you probably should. Right. But I'm just, you know, you know I'm just hauling my fat ass from. Right. And your totes well, that are in the back. And what? And your totes. Yeah. You yeah. Know, I ain't hauling well, much. And, and you can get the octane booster. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, now, my brother's Audi, no, it, it clearly says to use 91 or more, uh-huh. but it's also a Quattro Turbo. Uh, it's also a German vehicle. Well, your um, new Corvettes, your BMWs, um, you know, there's a lot of vehicles that recommend, and Harley-Davidson motorcycles recommend you run, run premium fuel in them. Right. Now, talking to a Harley mechanic, and he said, like, on a road trip, it's fine to run 87 mm. because you're going full, empty, full, empty, full, empty. But just, that, just bumping around town. That ethanol is not mm-hmm. staying in your tank. You know, And that's, what's, that's what, like, really eats up the, uh, the lines is that ethanol. Years ago, uh, <clears throat> there used to be a gas station by the old Walmart in Bolivar. And you could get 94. Four octane there? Race fuel. 90, no, 94, no, no. 93, wasn't it? 93, <clears throat> 94. Is it, it was Gasmart or. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. There was that. that little bitty building there had like three pumps out front. Yep. But you could, that was the highest octane fuel you could buy. Well, I had a 74 Mustang. I'd put a V8 in it, da 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 da, da but I had dumps on it, mm-hmm. which dumps are your exhaust pipe comes out where they bend in. I'd had guys weld two-inch pipe on there with caps on it so you could run open exhaust. Right. If I run just at that time, I don't think 87 even existed. It was 88. Yeah. 88, 89. Yeah. But if I ran that in it, the exhaust was so much louder 
than if I put that 93 or 94 in it. It just burned it that much more efficient mm-hmm. that it it was quieter, you know. But whether I, whether I got, I don't know if I got better mileage because I always had my fucking <laughs> foot in it, you know. So that oh, wasn't really, and it held like 10, 11 gallons. Yeah. So uh, there's I, a I visited a gas station quite a bit back then. There's a guy at work who's got a um Oh god, I can't even remember. It it was the last Mustang GTs with the 46 before they went back to the Coyotes. Uh-huh. And you know, it's got the Borla exhaust on it and everything and oh my god. Cody sent me a picture the other day. It was Cody is his grandson, by yes, the way. My grandson, Cody. Shout out, Cody. Um, it was an '88 Mustang, <gasps> bright red. Um, had the cowl induction hood on it. Ooh. Easy, Matt. Easy. Twelve thousand dollars. I'm like, what the fuck? Well, I got to read the description on it. Yeah. It had a 404 small block. It'd been bored. I don't know Jesus where. Jesus Christ. Like a, Oh, honey. It, it probably started out as a 351. Yeah. That was bored and punched. Uh, um, of course, had the fuel injection on it, had a built transmission, built rear end, blah, 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 suspension, da, 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 da. Yeah. And I messaged him back, that'll get you in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no shit. But, but I seen him a couple of days later and he goes, I actually sent that, that to you because I thought maybe you might want it. And I'm like, That'd be cool. Yeah. But practicality, no. Right. <laughs> and I've had... I mean, I want something again, like my, oh. old, my old blue. And the, oh, my God. When you hit the, exo- hit the ignition, it's like... <laughs> and the girl sitting in the passenger seat creams a little bit, you know. <laughs> and then I'm done. Um, <laughs> I've had a love affair with Fox Bodies because, well, yeah. my, my very first car was an 81 Mustang. Uh-huh. It was a notchback and it had a four speed four cylinder. I got it in 89 and this thing had 98,000 miles on it. All right. Uh, fucking, it had a bad motor mount. Uh, the CV boots were fucking bad. 55. It's shaking. It, it's like, I'm, I'm shaking a fucking martini here. <laughs> Man, this is fucking awesome. Um, She's coming apart, Captain. <laughs> yeah. We were uh, on our way up to Worlds of Fun, and let me tell you, 16 years old, you know, you, you don't care where you're trying to get a little something-something. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the backseat of a notchback Mustang <laughs> is not the place to try to get a little something-something. No, because they had reclining front bucket seats, and that was the place to get some something-something. Not when it was a four-speed manual transmission. <laughs> No, you crawl over, you, you get out, you walk around, and you get in there, and you recline the seat. Yeah. And then you, but again, I was I was you, 16. You, you, I was not you, you, knowledgeable. You can get a little extra little extra leverage in the floorboard. And of course, you may have footprints on your headliner when you're done. Or <laughs> you just lay in the seat, and you lean it back yourself. Just saying. Um, anyways, back that's, to inflation. That, that's a different kind of inflation. <laughs> back to inflation. Um, but no, I mean, it, it, it's like it's greed. Exactly. And mm-hmm. it, it's it's not greed on 
our level. No. But it, it's greed on those that um, know that people have no choice. Right. You know, you've got dipshits that made comments like, well, if uh, you're upset about the gas prices, get an electric car. Okay. Well, and if, if an electric car, and I think we've, we've talked about this on right. our electric car podcast. Right. Yeah, if you buy a brand new one, you get all these kickbacks from the mm-hmm. EPA, yada, yada. But then you turn around and you buy a used one, you're not getting those kickbacks. Right. You're, you're still paying $50,000 for a fucking car that... You can buy a Tesla 3 brand new for 36000 Right. I'm, I'm just <laughs> spitballing here. Um, Conversation's sake. If somebody's yeah. got one, it's got... Hundred thousand miles on it, and they're selling it for fifty. They're going to own that some bitch for a while. Oh, I would think. Yeah, <laughs> turn know. that into a flower pot. But I mean, unless it was, unless it was that um, a Tesla Roadster that was what are they hundred and fifty, hundred and sixty thousand? That's that's yeah. the highest price Tesla. Yeah. But it's a fucking badass car. Elon needs to get uh, NASCAR or uh, Teslas into NASCAR. Well, and you thought Toyota getting into NASCAR caused a shit fit. Dude. (laughs) Talk about a shit storm. Oh, man. If they had a rapid charger. The boys in Alabama would be shitting themselves if a Tesla got in there. Oh, hell. If if they had a rapid charger like they do to where they could charge up the Tesla like they do with gasoline. Uh Road courses, I could see it. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, of course, but. Of course, restarting. They'd pass everybody before turn one. No. <laughs> you know, or or even, even yet. Have a Tesla pace car. I'm surprised that, well, they've had, they've had electric pace cars. Right. But they've um, been like the Mach-E, the Mach-E or the Volt. The, or uh, you know, I think they've done a Volt, have they? Uh, pro- they've probably done a Lightning they, in the truck series. I think they have. I but think, I think they've done the Toyota, uh, the electric Camry. Oh, the electric Camry. Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to say they did a Prius. No, 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 no. <laughs> you you can't say it without having a lisp. Yeah. Oh. Prius. Hello, Peanut. Jeff Dunham. Jeff Dunham. But now the inflation thing, it, it, it's, you know, when they see it, it seems like when the big, these big corporations see an opportunity to yeah. overcharge for shit, that's what causes it, you know. Right. We've got a clear, or I do body work, that when it came out back in... I'm going to say the earth, uh, it's probably the mid 90s. Yeah. It was $140 a gallon. And we're like, son of a bitch, this is expensive as crap. Mm-hmm. Well, I haven't used that clear in a long time. We've got these other clears that I use quite often, but they were having trouble getting them. But they sent me a gallon of this clear that I'd used years ago. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay. I looked at the ticket, that same gallon of clear, it's the same shit. They haven't changed it. What, three hundred? Five hundred dollars. Yeah. I was off, but yeah. <clears throat> five hundred. 
five hundred dollars. I'm like, son of a bitch. And you know? three more hundred that and she got my paycheck for a week. <laughs> Damn. So it's like, geez, I mean, you know, of course, PPG, they're notorious for about a ten percent increase every year. Mm-hmm. Uh what used to be DuPont Exalta. Now they're they they're kind of noted for doing two of them a year. Some of them, some some stuff goes up, some stuff stays the same, and everything. But I think that's the worst part about getting older, is remembering what shit used to cost. Mm. You know, and I'm not talking about different products. I'm talking about the same fucking clear went from 140, 142 dollars, I think, when it first came out, to over 500 dollars now. Of course, it's been 25 years. Right. What was gas? Thirty. Years ago, at Signal in Buffalo. 79 cents? 69, 79? 69, 79, 89. 69 for 87. Yep. 79 for 88. And 99. Or, no, it was 70, 80, 99. 99 cents for 89 octane, which was premium. Let me ask you this. Yes. What was you making a week back then? Dun, 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 dun. Fuck, I don't know. I don't even know how much I was making an hour working at Sonic in Buffalo <laughs> before I, I left for the Marine Corps. Now, I, I can tell you what my Marine Corps checks were. $293 every 1st and 15th. So, not even 150 bucks a week. Correct. And I was stationed in California where gas was even higher. Right. Because, <clears throat> remember back in 08, uh, no. when the recession, that big recession hit and everything, and gas got up over... I was in Afghanistan oh. during the wait. <laughs> so I wasn't paying dick for gas. Yes, yes, around here got to four nineteen a gallon. Jesus Christ. And this was before Obama got elected now. This was still under Bush. This was that summer. Because I, I remember yeah. that summer quite well because I was laid up for my motorcycle wreck. Mm-hmm. But gas got up to four nineteen. It cost fifty dollars. To fill up my little Toyota Celica back then. But, and once I finally got back to work, I was bitching about it. And this guy said, well, how much was gas when you first started driving? I'm like, I don't know, 50, 60 cents a gallon. He's like, well, how much was you making a week back then? Well, $150, $175 a week. You know, admit and I wasn't making minimum wage. Yeah. A lot of my friends were working for three seventy five an hour. Yeah. Something like that. So I thought I was doing pretty good. And he's like, well, what are you making now compared to what gas costs? I'm like, good point. But six months ago, it was fucking 220 a gallon. Right. <laughs> now it's 419 Well, see, and because when I came home on leave from Afghanistan, that deployment, we... My ex and I, we had looked at um, trading in her Blazer, <clears throat> excuse me, and getting a new vehicle. 
Because mm-hmm. I'd, I'd made her that promise. You move to Kansas or you move to Tennessee, you take care of my house, you know, my credit and everything, and I'll, I'll get you a new vehicle when I get back. Mm-hmm. Well, found a so nine. So this would have been an 07 mm-hmm. Dodge pickup. Right. And it was still a Dodge, not a fucking Ram. It was still a Dodge. It was a Dodge Ram. They're still but, Dodges. No. The Rams. Yeah, they're Rams now. Not not a Dodge Ram, but just a Ram. Like, there's there's no Dodge badging or anything. in it. Oh, Anyways, yeah. uh, it was an extended cab, four-wheel drive, yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. And they only wanted, like, ten grand for this truck. Uh-huh. Because the guy traded it in when gas prices were fucking astronomical. Right. And the only way I couldn't get it is because they didn't show that I had a auto loan. Uh-huh. That was the only thing. Because when I came back from Iraq, I paid cash for my Durango. Right. I mean, I, I walked, I, well, I, I bought it off of somebody, but I mean, I, I paid fucking six grand cash. Mm-hmm. Boom. There you go. Yeah. So, yeah, I didn't. And then the company that had the loan on my Harley, well, it was an overseas company. So they don't, they don't report to the fucking right. So creditors. you had no credit. Right. And Which, it was like having no credit was worse than having bad credit. Oh, yeah. Yep. So if you, at least if you got bad credit, you show that you've had a credit history. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's. Bunch that, of bullshit. Uh, the inflation thing, and it's like, you know, it, honestly, I can remember back in the 70s. When interest on a house loan was 17, 18%. Yeah. You know, and the inflation was super high and everything. <coughs> we've, we've honestly lived through a pretty good time in the last 20 or so years where homeowners' interest rates have been down. And now they're starting three, to go four. up. Yeah. Well, they're raising them. To counteract inflation is yeah. what they're saying. Right. But now everybody that, because I've been, you know, looking at homes up in Kansas City, and a, a big driving force there is school districts. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because, like, where I live, you know, it's it's a very prominent school district. It's, it's graduation rate is high. Their athletics department is really good. They're, you know academic, whatever. But then the next town over, you could take two houses exactly the same. Mm-hmm. This side, you're looking at about 310. Mm-hmm. You go to this side over here, same exact house. Now you're looking at about 280. Right. There's like a $30,000 difference. Right. It's because the school district. Right. And. Of course, you're not worried about that. Man. No, I don't give a fuck about a school district <laughs> because. My daughter is grown. And guess what? Your your taxes on that side is probably cheaper too because the school district's worse. Well, uh, there's no difference in the city tax. It's the same county. No, but I mean, if like when you look down a, a breakdown of our taxes here, yeah, where we're at, we pay school tax to Bolivar. Okay. If we lived a little bit further. East, 
our school tax will be at halfway. Okay. And they're different yeah. percentages, you know. Then yeah. if we lived in Dallas County, it'd either be it'd be Buffalo. Right. If we lived Hickory County, it'd be Skyline. And um or Max Creek, depending on what part of Hickory County you live right. in. Right. Yeah. And I and I looked at it because I work in Jackson County. So I'm mm-hmm. already paying can- a Kansas City city tax mm-hmm. because I work in Jackson County. Mm-hmm. So it's like, fuck, I might as well try to find a house in Jackson County to offset. I mean, I'm already paying that tax anyways. Right. I mean, why pay that tax and live in like Cass County? Or we can live in Florida and pay no state income tax and get wiped out by a hurricane. Or <laughs> I can live in Tennessee and not pay a fucking state income tax. You know, what was and a lot, a lot prettier uh, country, and not have to worry about fucking hurricanes. Maybe a tornado every now and then. Maybe a, a, a hurt, you know, yeah. but a fracking earthquake. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they have in Oklahoma. Supposedly, they're caused by fracking, but. Who knows? The if uh, oh shit, what's the fault line we got there in southern Missouri? New Madrid. New Madrid. If that bad boy goes off again like it did before, yeah, we're we're gonna be probably not fucked, but shit's gonna get fucked up. Because <laughs> they say they say that bells rang in Boston when that thing went off. Because that's why the Mississippi's got that little crook in it down there at the boot hill. Yep. I remember when it uh, it slight it kind of went off and like all the towns along the Mississippi on the eastern side like flooded. Mm. It's like um, my brother Gary, his ex wife, her folks lived down in Lutzville, and it wasn't com- It wasn't uncommon for them to have tiles pop off their kitchen. From little trimmers and shit, you know this has not been that long ago. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, of course, we never. We were sitting around here one night. It was in the winter time, and we'd had like an ice type event. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't bad. It wasn't like the '07 ice storm, but it yeah. was. We had ice on, and all of a sudden we heard this pop. The fuck was that? One thing we could figure out is maybe we had a little tremor. You know that we didn't feel it. Yeah. But it cracked the ice. You know because it was just it was just you know it was the sound of ice cracking, but it was mm-hmm. huge. Yeah. It's like, okay, this is fucking weird. We're not in California. What the fuck? <laughs> now let me tell you, I slept through a fucking uh, small earthquake in California. Best sleep on land. It was like because a, I mean there, there was just enough shaking there where you just like. In a cradle, and it's like rock to the uh, yeah. yeah. Now, fucking hitting a typhoon in the middle of the uh, Pacific Ocean. Not so far on, on the boat. Well, on the boat that I was on, because mm-hmm. it goes aircraft carrier, uh, aircraft carrier, uh, LHA, and then down from there. Mm-hmm. So I was on a pretty big boat, and as long as you were laying this way with the boat, because I mean we would stop. We weren't sailing through the typhoon, but we would stop. So the boat's just doing this number. Shit. And you're just like, ah. And then you Night hear, night. 
yeah, you hear horror stories from everybody else or, you know, the, the one time I was glad I wasn't tall because it's like anybody over six foot had like scars and stitches and shit all in their head where they would Try hit to go it through on the doorway. And yep. Yeah. yep. And it's like, ah, sucks to be you, <laughs> but you know, it was okay. Um, fuck. We're way off of it <laughs> again, but Hey, okay. Uh, when I left Missouri to go to California, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Regular gas was 79 cents a gallon. Right. I get out in California and now it's a buck 19. Mm-hmm. And it's like, really? Is gas that much more? I mean, what, what gets me is around here, it's been a dime cheaper in Buffalo than it has been in Bolivar for a year or so now. Yeah. But what was funny when I worked in Bolivar back before O2, mm-hmm. gas was always cheaper in Buffalo. Then I go to work in Buffalo, and it switched. Comes from the same fucking pipeline. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Comes from the same tap. Yep. Same gas companies delivering to... Bur- Brookline. Yep. It's, uh, like, it, it's that whole uh, uh, school tax. I don't know, because... <clears throat> You know, of course, they used to put on the pumps, the the state tax, the federal tax. Mm-hmm. It was like 21, 25 cents combined. It was like 13 cents for one, yeah. whatever. And you're going, but it's $4. What the fuck? You can't blame taxes on it, you know? Yeah. I mean, the oil is a little different subject than a lot of other stuff just because it's a publicly traded you know, and like I say, every time somebody fucking sneezes crossways in the Middle East, they're like, oh, fuck, there's going to be a war or Russia invades Ukraine. And it just drives that shit up. And if you drive the fuel prices up, well, then the price of everything else has got to go up. Right. Because these companies that are bringing your shit to you, they've got, they, they, I mean, they, they bitch about how much it's affecting their business. Well, it's not affecting their business because they just pass the expense on. To the wholesaler who passes it on to us. Right. Yeah. So I work for a office supply company in Kansas City. And, you know, we, uh, that part of it, I'm not really a part of, mm-hmm. you know, they, they take stuff to local businesses, uh, soda, paper, you know, toilet paper, toilet paper, you know, whatever that mm-hmm. companies need. Right. I work on the network services side, so I don't have to really deal with that. But no, I understand what you're saying because we have a fleet fuel card mm-hmm. that's good at you know one certain chain of gas stations. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, depending on what side of the state line, because being in Kansas City, we deliver on the Kansas side and the Missouri side. Right. Uh, and there's actually uh, a satellite company down here in Bolivar Mm -hmm. and they deliver Springfield Branson you know um, yeah all the places down around here Mm -hmm. but you know and I'm sure they've got a different gas card fleet card whatever down here than we do up there but yeah I mean I understand that because gas goes up 
as a driver, I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to go in, I'm going to, I'm going to swipe my card. I'm going to put in my driver, my driver number, and I'm going to put in my odometer reading right? and fill it up and go about my day. Um, mm-hmm. Same here. So, but looking back at, at, at the company, it's like, okay, you know, I'm using, we've used X amount of fuel in the last 30 days. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we're going to have to bring our prices up. Mm-hmm. To offset that, right, and fuel surcharge. Yep. Well, I mean, that's just like us in the body shop business. You know, when our when our materials go up, we have to raise our material price. Mm-hmm. You know, you wonder. It's you know you hear politicians talk about well, we want higher paying jobs and everything, and, and everybody should make a living wage. I mean, right, you know. But the higher you're you're getting, the more money you're getting paid, the more what you buy is going to cost you. Right. Because if Joe Blow's making sneakers for six bucks, and the company's got to mark them back bucks amount, well, if he's making them for twenty bucks, well, they yeah, got to go up that much more plus their profit and blah 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 yeah. blah. Well, and it's just a vicious cycle. Well, and you know, to go off of that, you got everybody screaming to raise minimum wage. Mm-hmm. Yes, it needs to raise because it hasn't been raised in you know nationally. It hasn't been raised since I think what seven twenty five or some bullshit like that. Something like that. But, but that's the thing is. But on, on that same token, I can I can argue this. Um, Like McDonald's employees and stuff wanting fifteen dollars an hour. Mm-hmm. Okay, that shouldn't be your goal job, right? I mean, now if you want to get into management and stuff like that, fine, right? But most people are young kids mm-hmm. who are still in school, yep, or whatever. Part-time you know, job, part-time job, school. right? Get through school, work a full-time during the summer, whatever. Right. You know, that, that should be your getting into the workforce and figuring out, you know, you got to show up on time. You got to do yep. your fucking job. Da, yep. da, 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 da. Good start. And, and then go pursue what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Whether you want to work in an office or whether you want to be a fucking stand up comedian or. Right. Or whatever. you want to be in management at McDonald's. Right. Well, yeah, well, well, stick with it then. Stay, stay there. Get, you know. It's just like you taking was, their you, promotions you, as they come along. You was talking about Get your feet wet. You know, you wanted to get into the radio business. Mm-hmm. Well, most radio personalities, when their first job at a radio station, they don't get paid nothing. Right. They're interning. Yep. They've got to work at McDonald's or wherever, mm-hmm. or not just to single out McDonald's, but any yeah. fast food or waitress yeah. job or bartender job or whatever. But uh, McDonald's is international. Right. And we do have some, uh, I think, less than 1% of our audience is in the United Kingdom. And less than 1% shout of out. our audience is in India. Oh, shout out, Kutapali. Yeah. Uh, but no, I mean, minimum wage, minimum knowledge. Mm-hmm. You, 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 want, you want that high, higher paying job? Get the higher knowledge. Right. And, and it's not necessarily going to college. No. No, no, no. Uh, no. Case in point, skilled I, labor force. I know a person 
who started off pulling cable mm-hmm. in high school. Right. He is now the director. He's been the director of IT for the last 10 years, mm-hmm. you know, or five, five years or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he's self-taught. He knows more on developing networks and designing a network for a company than somebody that has a degree. Right. Oh, yeah. And because I he and specialized I, in that company and that field. You know, we're, I mean. But, I mean, he, he's moved companies. Right. And he's well, worked for in that same. Yeah. It went of, from cabling to lead to. And, I mean, he's, he's moved up. Mm-hmm. And anytime he's ever left a job, it's always to go to something bigger. Right. To learn more. Mm-hmm. And, you know. I, I, I will say this because I'm not going to mention this person's name. Right. But he is the most functioning pothead I've ever met in my <laughs> life. Right. He's a six-figure-a-year pothead. Right. But, yeah, he started pulling cable when he was in high school. And he, now he's the director. He was a pothead who had enough incentive to keep learning and keep moving up the ladder. Exactly. Yeah. And... He's not, not like an alcoholic to where he's got to have it. But I've told this person on a time or two, you need to go fucking smoke. It's like the Snickers commercials with Joe Pesci and they're talking to the girls. Here, have a Snickers. Right. Why? What are you saying? You know, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's the same sort of thing. Dude, go take a hit of something because you're being a fucking prick. Right. (laughs) But uh, you're here, but we need you down yeah 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 i mean that's you know there's you know like in the body shop industry you know you've got your skilled labor you got your skilled body men your skilled painters your skilled frame men or whatever mm-hmm. or like me i do all of them but you hire a helper out of at a high school who's maybe had a little votech training or something like that right he don't know what i know right should he get paid the same amount of money i do no. no, you know he needs to work his way up. Right, prove himself. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's pay attention to what you're doing. And and I'm not saying flipping burgers is not a hard job because it's not fun and easy. No, I mean th- there but, is a little bit of a risk involved when you're working around hot services, right. oil, you know, whatever, but. I don't know. Minimum skill, <laughs> minimum wage. Sorry. Higher skill, higher wage. Right. Um, you know, I mean, where I'm at, it's because I know I know this portion of the job. I know this portion. I have this ability, and I can do this. And, I mean, there's, there's a lot of things involved into where I am today. And it's, it's come from experience, and it's come from knowledge, and it's come from skill. I mean, if I decided to switch occupations and go work somewhere and get my CDL, would I expect to make the same amount of money? And if I went to work for your boss, should I get paid the same amount as you do? Just coming out of well, the school and okay, get on that note. Whatever I make and whatever you make, mm-hmm. 
I get 31% of what I haul. You get 31% right. of what you haul. Okay. There it depends you go. Yeah. on, it depends on. Right. Well, well that's kind of like, that's where kind of I'm at, the, uh, <laughs> uh, your seniority. Right. You know, uh, there's a guy that goes up Ken City, takes glass, dumps it, goes like to Lee Summit or Raytown, loads more uh, more glass, takes it back to the same place, mm-hmm. and goes over to oh, somewhere on somewhere gets sand, comes back Springfield, makes probably three, four, five hundred mm-hmm. one day, right? But He's been there 12 he gets, years. He gets the better jobs. He's been there 12 years. Right. He gets the better He gets the yeah, better jobs. Right, because or you're, you're, you're hauling up the, the seniority. Sedalia and seniority. He does his job. Right. Well, that's if there's right. a problem, and, he calls him uh, or, you know, whatever. He he He's doing it right. Right. Well, the same thing if we I, – I make 50% commission on the labor. Yeah. That if we hired a kid out of OTEC, so okay, I'm going to give you 50% on labor. You do this job. I'm going to do this job. Right. Who's going to get done quicker? Right. Who's going to have less fuck-ups? Right. <laughs> you know, right. Right. And it's... I mean, not that I don't ever fuck up, because I'm human, I do. Right. But that's... And I, and I asked a... Years ago, I was working with this guy. Excuse me. And I said... Well, how, how do you get your, because I was getting paid hourly. And I said, well, how do you get your raise? Because he was a commission guy. He said, it's my skill. He said, you and I can start on two jobs that are the identical. And he said, I'm probably going to get done faster. Mm-hmm. And I can do more of them than you can. Right. I'm like, okay, fair enough. And on that note, we're going to end this because I think we've covered like so much of the gambit of what inflation does, Mm -hmm. what we have lived through, through our combined 700 years. Yeah. (laughs) Of experience, but similar on that note, uh, you've just watched another episode of Stu him productions presents JM solve the world. I have been James and I've been Matt and he has been Andrew. He is always Andrew. A.K.A. Bullwinkle. Thank you. (laughs) But until next time, keep one fist in the gold, one foot in the gutter, and we will be seeing you. Peace out.